It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Aha, ha, ha, ha. Yeah! What it do, baby? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 759. Of Locked On Raptors for Friday, August the 7th. You're probably listening this to this on Saturday, August the 8th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors. You can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, please make sure you're checking out the entirety of the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows covering uh, just about every team in the big four sports, as sports are extremely on right now across a lot of the big leagues. Hockey, of course, the Toronto. Maple Leafs last night um, did some crazy stuff, came back from down 3 nothing with four minutes left and ended up winning in overtime. Go listen to Locked on Leafs with Mike DiStefano if you want the scoop on that. Not going to lie, as the Raptors got their brains beat in by the Boston Celtics, I flipped over to watch the Maple Leafs win in overtime as well. Uh, another person who did that along with me tonight is today's much, much teased, much anticipated guest who's now hand in face, wait, hand in hands? Head in hands? That's where, yeah, head in hands. Uh, <laughs> in embarrassment, uh, in bashfulness, it is my mother. We'll call her Suze. How you doing, mom? How are I'm you? good. Yeah, good, thanks. Yep. I'm so glad you're on the podcast. This is wonderful. I think the people are going to love it as well. I hope uh, so. <laughs> good luck to them. Yeah, of course, on today's podcast, we are going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We're still recording as this game goes on because it's pretty late and Suze goes to bed early most of the time and she is uh, really burning the midnight oil to be up at 11.23 p.m. The Raptors are currently down 117 to 90. They are going to lose a lot of points to not many points uh, with the updated score, surely, uh, in your brain by now. <sighs> not, not a good game for the Raptors against the Boston Celtics no. on Friday night. It was much anticipated. A win would have clinched the uh, second seed for the Raptors in the Eastern Conference. As you continue to look over, I should note that before we came on, the Raptors were down by 40. Uh, and then as once we set up, they're now down by 27. And you were quick to note. 28. <laughs> you were quick to note. Oh, no, they're only down by 27. Maybe there's a chance. You've been calling for a comeback the entire game. And yes. uh, I, I love that. I have and, hope. I know. It's, hey, the Maple Leafs inspired hope tonight. I, uh, I don't begrudge you for feeling some sort of belief that the Raptors were going to do the thing tonight. They did not do the thing. They got beaten really, really badly. They were bad from the very beginning in this one. And you, as someone who is a newer fan, you've kind of watched every game over the last couple seasons, you're not used to this. No. Because the Raptors, 
don't really play like crap all that often. Even when they lose, it's usually close. They rarely get blown out. And in this game, it was pretty much not close from the very jump. They only scored 14 first quarter points. Uh, Kyle Lowry in this one, uh, not terribly good. I mean, he was only 3 of 6 from the field, so he was fine. But like Pascal Siakam, really rough game, 5 of 15. Fred VanVleet, 4 of 14. Um, Serge Ibaka, 1 of 9 in a minus 22 in just 14 minutes. Lots of pretty ugly numbers across the box score here tonight. Mom, my question for you is... When was the last time the Raptors played like this in a game that you watched? Because it can't have happened a lot in your time watching the team. I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit sad Mm because I was all excited to pump up because we're going to win tonight. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not too concerned Mm because you said it shouldn't be too concerning. But (laughs) I'm not used to them losing. I'm not the boss of your opinions. You can have your opinions. I know, but I'm not not used to them losing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm not as, like, you know, over the moon as I normally would be, but I know they're going to come back. They're all good. They have drive. It's all good. But I'm still looking at the score, waiting for the comeback, because I have hope. (laughs) (laughs) There's currently 50 seconds on the clock, and it's 120 to 94, and I love you so, so much for We can do it. We know we can. No, I know we can. As Stanley Johnson blocks the hell out of somebody. I can't really see who it is right now. I knew it was Stanley Johnson, uh, who uh, five minutes ago, you were like, Johnson, I don't even know who that is. Who is is this guy? (laughs) I know. I know. Is they're playing people that I'm not always used to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, look, I, I expected tonight um, to be a bit of a, a uproarious occasion as my mom makes her first appearance on the podcast as the Raptors vanquish the Boston Celtics to clinch the two seed and uh, set themselves up for four games that don't mean a whole lot. They kind of came into this one thinking uh, this one doesn't mean a whole lot. I think um, they just looked kind of not engaged from the beginning. No. It's very rare to see the Raptors defense. Like, not try very They were, hard. like, sleeping in a way. <laughs> <laughs> they were just kind of like, oh, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't seeing them do what they do, like, attack everything. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. There was uh... It was a very tiring game. I never f- feel sleepy during a game, but mm-hmm. I felt sleepy because it was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, you were just em- embodying the spirit of the Raptors in this game. Maybe they're, they're just tired. Much... They've done very well. They've won all their games. They've done excellent. I love them so much. So maybe they're just tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're just taking a break because you said they have many more games. <laughs> they have an opportunity to win. They just got to win one more, right? Yeah, they just got to win one more or have one Boston loss and they lock so, up the two seed. Yeah, save yeah. it yeah. and bank it for later is there okay so i I wanted to have this podcast be very full of celtics related slander i I told you to prepare takes about how garbage the celtics are i don't have didn't really work no No. (laughs) i was eyeballing them looking at them all night nobody did anything to really tick me off i Mm -hmm, mean mm -hmm. i would say the other night in a couple of games there was people that ticked me off Mm -hmm. like the guy that you know tripped anobi and whatnot an- Anobi? Ananobi? Yeah. A- Ananobi, yes, sorry. <laughs> You're talking about Goran Dragic, of course. Yes. Which is a good way to pander to Raptors fans. Yes. yes. I was very not impressed by that. Yeah. But so, yeah, there was nothing here today that did that to me. Like, I was right. aggravated by that. There were no, go- there were, there was, there were no Goran Dragic's in this no, game to upset you. I, it was an intentional trip you, hurt yeah. you. Mm-hmm. If it happens, so be it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. But there was nothing like that today. They just... They played, and the Raptors were kind of slowish tonight. So. Yeah, they were they were not good. Um, again, kind of going through the box score here. Pascal, like, he was very wow, what rough. was going on with him? <laughs> I don't know. He was like, so he, here's Did he not thing. have his nap today? What's going on? Like, yeah. he just looked like, he looked defeated from the beginning. You can see it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something you don't usually see in the Raptors is the no. look of defeat in their eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I always usually uh, tame that to Lowry. Mm-hmm. You look at Lowry in a game and sometimes you see him and just he has defeat. And you're like, oh my God, they're going to lose because he has defeat. Mm-hmm. Unlike the game that we all talk about, the Milwaukee game when they went to the finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could see in Lowry's face, he knew they were going to win it. Mm-hmm. And you just knew mm-hmm. they were good. Yeah. But yeah, you could see defeat in all their faces tonight. They were just like kind of tired and worn out. Maybe. They did not seem like, they seemed like you Engaged. on a Friday night at 9 o'clock. I'm like, tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're tired. Yeah. I understand this. No so, one wants yeah. to do anything on a Friday night. Yes. This is what happens when you go into your mid-20s no. and beyond. Yes. Uh, and so it's relatable in a way. Um, and mid-50, like 50 well, not mid-50s, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> and the thing so was, too, like they started this game off. In, like, their offense wasn't clicking, but they were getting, like, wide open looks. And you were like, okay, eventually these are going to fall. They, they, they like, kept missing. Yeah. Over and over again. It was just like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. And, That's and, the sounds of the whole room for the whole night. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then you flicked on the leaves. And it was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> 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 What's happening? Yeah. It's not what you expect. No, certainly not. Especially I had what? W- with the, the, the Leafs, Leafs tonight, to which like, I've never expected, which I yeah. usually get with the Raptors all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was not expecting that with the Leafs. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care about the Leafs, but I actually got into it. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Yeah. And so the thing with the Raptors is, yeah, like I thought they stood a chance of making this a game early on. It's not like Boston was like ripping so it up I had early. hopes to the last three minutes. Hello. Yes, this is true. Uh, yes. I was a little more skeptical, kind of in like the second quarter when – like, the Raptors' offense didn't really start clicking in any way. And then the third quarter starts, and, you know, again, I thought early on there it seemed like there was a shot because it's not like Boston's offense was going crazy. They were also missing a ton of shots. The Raptors, like, were kind of holding them at bay. Jason Tatum started at 2 of 7 from the field or something like that. It wasn't, like, a great start. Yeah. And but... then it gets into the second and third quarter, and then the third starts – and you said coming out uh, into the into the halftime, something along the lines of they're going to go on a 12-0 run here. It was yes. almost your Alex Wong moment. You're not going to understand that reference because, because I do. you're not online. No, but I can. I know, I know, you know who, who Alex, Alex Wong is. Wong, and so maybe yes. he made the prediction at some point. In time. He made a prediction earlier this season. He made yes. the prediction that the Raptors are going to go on their 12-game winning streak when they okay. did, and, and it turned into 15. But he predicted it. It was Alex's pick. Okay. Uh, so I thought you were going to have your Alex Wong moment on the day you're on the podcast. Unfortunately. I know. Um, it was a 7-0 run, you said. Yeah, I think they started on a 7-0 run in the second half or had had a 7-0 run early on there. College and then, try. Yeah. <laughs> and then things kind of fell apart. Jason Tatum hit like four shots in a row. And then it was uh, extremely over extremely quickly as yes. the Celtics win the third quarter 39-20. to yeah. uh, We're going to continue diving into this game with my mom in just a second. But first, I want to remind you that you can start your morning with the news that matters in just 10 minutes. Axios Today host Nyla Badu and a team of award-winning journalists will bring you the latest analysis and insight into the trends shaping our world. That podcast, again, is Axios Today with Nyla Badu. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Mom, let's uh, let's dive a little bit more into sort of 
you know, we don't need to talk much about this game. There's not much to learn from a game like this. You mentioned you're not terribly concerned that this sort of brought any sort of fatal flaws with the Raptors to the forefront. I think there's been some talk online tonight about how, you know, the Raptors' half-court offense has always kind of been the concern. Can they score when things get tight? Can they score when things slow down and they don't get out running? Boston does a really good job of slowing things down because they run a very isolation-heavy offense and they're not, you know, turning the ball over a ton and giving the Raptors a million chances to run out. Um, when you lose by 32, I think it ended up being, is it one, yeah, one, one twenty. sorry, 22, 122, 100, but you're down by 40 with like as many as five minutes left to play. Um, when you lose like that, I don't think you really learn anything. It's just one of those nights where you don't have it and that's just sort of the deal. And as we were talking about off the top, this is sort of a thing that Raptors fans have been spoiled with. You in particular, like as a sort of recent Raptors fan who's only really seen the Raptors at like their peak where they just kick ass every single night. Mm-hmm. And this time around, you know, they had one of those nights that most teams have pretty regularly. The Raptors never have them. That's why it feels dire when it happens. But there was nothing that stood out to you from this one that you makes you think, oh no, like this is a bad sign for the future, right? No, no. I just think they're tired. <laughs> I just think they're a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. And they have performed so great through everything. They mm-hmm. have won every single game. They've been spectacular every game. So they can't be perfect every game. Mm-hmm. They're just tired. Yeah. And next game, they're going to come back stronger than ever like they always do. And I have no doubt that they'll be good. Mm-hmm. They're just having a nap tonight. It's a little sleepy. Yeah. Just having a little nap tonight. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They've worked really hard and they deserve to have a little break and they've, you know, yeah. it wasn't clicking for them tonight, but so be it. It clicked for them all the yeah. other nights. Every single night they have won. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person that wants them to win every single game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, I feel sad when they don't win a game, but mm-hmm. it's okay. It's a little easier to accept when it's not like a close, heartbreaking loss, right? Exactly. It's just like a, eh, screw it. They and when they have much. a lot of opportunities, it's just they got to win one more, you said, right? Yeah, they need one more. Yeah. yeah. And they're good. <laughs> I'm not concerned. They, they're they going to definitely win one more, two more, three more, four more. But mm-hmm. just tonight wasn't their night. Yeah. So in terms of Boston, I know you, uh, before the game, were worried because you're not very familiar with the Celtics. They, you know, no. they played on Christmas. You didn't really watch that game because who I watched that game? dinner, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the hell? Are you here yeah. at Christmas Day? I'm not blaming you no, that I you know. didn't watch I wasn't engaged in the game. I was yeah. engaged in the Christmas game. Mm-hmm. They the did uh, beat the piss out of the Celtics two nights later as Kyle Lowry had one of his best games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they fall to one and three against the Celtics on the season. They lose a the tiebreaker, which does matter if the Raptors do lose all of these games remaining and the Celtics win out, uh, Mm -hmm. that will mean something when it comes to the standings. Again, I'm not terribly uh, worried about that coming to pass, but um, that is, I guess, worth noting. And going 1-3 against Boston, a team that is very good and is likely to be the Raptors' second-round opponent, certainly isn't, you know, confidence-inspiring. It's not something you want to run through a brick wall about. I still don't think this game really says anything about the matchup. I like when you have a Pascal Siakam who looks as unengaged as he did, and you have, you know, Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry just like seemingly kind of like coasting through it. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not sure you can say that that's going to carry over to I an actual high stakes game. I actually think it's a good thing game. because they were all sluggish on the same night, which means they'll all be back in shape and mm-hmm. in their game in the next night. Is are you also saying that perhaps uh, because the Celtics are cowards and frauds that maybe they weren't taking them seriously? 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about the Celtics being oh, uh, well, frauds or this. whatnot. You're but new to the Celtics thing? You're supposed to just fine. have I'll go slander with it. for it's them Boston. regardless. I get it. I get it. It's Boston. <laughs> I get it. I just think they just relaxed tonight. But the fact that they all relaxed, the whole freaking team relaxed pretty mm-hmm, much. They mm-hmm. were just all sluggish. Yeah. They're all going to come back together in the next one. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, pretty... Uh, look, I, the, the I it's think that's fine. fair. I mean, <laughs> when are they all kind of in the pooper? They're, tonight they were all like pooped. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the I think it, they'll get over that. The It's Fine Apple did not fall far from the tree. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be all right. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, the Celtics matchup will be difficult. I don't think there's any question about that. I saw some sort of talk this week like, oh, we would rather see the Celtics than the Heat in the second round. I think that is wrong. I think the Heat have far more flaws and just like incomplete lineups than the Celtics do. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you come across a matchup like that, Boston, like with their creation with Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, like it's a lot of dudes who can make something out of nothing. And that is not something that the Heat have really anywhere outside of Jimmy Butler. And he can't shoot threes whatsoever. And well, so, yeah, he's the only one I know is Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, so yeah. You, this is where you say the Heat also frauds. Yeah. Go ahead. No, say it out loud. Say it out loud. Get what it out do there. You mean? Just call the Heat frauds. Say the Heat are They're frauds. All frauds. Yes, sure. that's what you yes, want. That's I the know. good stuff. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Butler, but he does bring attention to himself, and he does do stuff. So you know. <laughs> he does bring attention to himself, <laughs> and he does do stuff. He does the perfect Jimmy Butler yeah, summary. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what he's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Bring attention to himself. I think that's kind of how he is. But yeah, I. Do know him because of that? Yeah, I don't know any other freaking team members. I know a couple, maybe, but yeah. Well, Goran Dragic, uh, yes, of course, the tripper, (laughs) the illegal tripper, the flagrant. I I taught you what a flagrant is yesterday. You were quite excited to learn about it. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure that guy should have got one the other night. Yeah, absolutely. Just common. They called it a common. They called that's not common. Tripping someone with your arm is not common, in my opinion. (laughs) That was bull. I thought that was very unfair. Yeah, I did. It was. I, I'm, I'm trying to. Think he literally of... stuck his arm out. I mean, and OG <laughs> could have been really hurt from an awkward fall. That was not nice. No, it was no. terrible. Um, see, here's the thing: is I'm trying to come up with more things to talk about from the Celtics game, but there's really not a whole lot. The Raptors played like yeah, garbage. They that, played like the, crap. Yeah. They played good all the other games, mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's, uh, from there, let's kind of wrap things up here and just sort of talk about, uh, I'm fascinated by like your experience as a Raptors fan over the last couple of years, because you have kind of come in at a time where they're obviously very, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, I, I want to know what it's been like for you. I know, you know, as a Raptors fan my entire life talking about things mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, being like, mom, did you see the Raptors traded for Jermaine O'Neal? And you being like, I have no idea what that means. I don't care. Say what? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just sort of you not being so tied to it over time. I'm curious, like, 
are, are, do you find you think you're like spoiled as a fan? Are you ready for an eventual day where the Raptors become potentially bad? <laughs> like, will you be able to? Oh no! Will you be fully in? I am in? not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, let's face it: the Raptors have given us an awesome run mm-hmm. the last few years, mm-hmm. leading up to last year. Mm-hmm. Last year was immaculate. Mm-hmm. This year was immaculate. Mm-hmm. I Still felt is. <laughs> I felt like last year, no matter what, even though Kawhi left, that we were going to show something special this year because mm-hmm. we all had something to prove. They all had it in their blood. They want to win. They want to win. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have confidence in them all the way, all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, seeing them lose hurts, but I know they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. But my experience as a Raptors fan. I mean, it's great. There's yeah. nothing not bad to say. <laughs> it's led to great things for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the city and all this COVID year and all that stuff going on and the parade last year, thinking back to that, mm-hmm. I will never, ever regret going to that and being there for that and all the great things that happened for you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. Yeah. They had it coming. It yeah. was do, do, do coming. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi, I guess, was a big part of that, but... I still believe that whole core Raptors team has it what what it takes mm-hmm. to go this year. I don't care what you say. They can take it all this year. Mm-hmm. They may not have the star. They can make the plays and make the magical plays, but I think they do. Mm-hmm. So that's my confidence. Yeah, so I, that's why I get sad when they lose because I just think they can win every single game. When they don't, <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but they can. Yeah. And they will. So I guess from that, like, I am curious about sort of what last year's going to do for Raptors fans and like the Raptors fan base going forward like do you fu- do you like do you believe that even if things do go down in you know 3 5 whatever years if you know that's a hypothetical obviously but like if they were to get bad again would they have they sort of indoctrinated themselves enough into your life and just sort of your sort of sports fandom that, that you, you would, would still I, like I feel... be fully yes. head over heels even if they were bad I feel like I will stick with them mm-hmm. cuz what I've learned mm-hmm. Because whatever happens with the Raptors this year, if things change, we don't want them to change. We don't want anyone to leave. But I know that rebuild is rebuild, and mm-hmm. I believe in that. And whoever is there is there. So, yeah, no, I'll always be a Raptors fan. Mm-hmm. But, yes, obviously the team now, all the known players are all lovey to our hearts. We don't want them to leave. Yeah. But I don't if know. they do, I'm still going to be a Raptors fan. It's Toronto. It's mm-hmm. Canada. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're the only team here. Mm-hmm. I'm there for them. So. I'm, I've never asked you this before, actually. Who Uh-oh. is your favorite player on the Raptors? Oh, my gosh. I mean, We know Grandma. Hard... We've talked about Grandma on this year's podcast before. Grandma loves Fred. Yeah, I, I, she yeah. loves Fred. <laughs> she loves Fred, 100%. I mean, there's too many to love. Mm-hmm. I love Lowry for mm-hmm. his attitude and just the stuff that he does just makes me laugh. When he stands in front of a giant person, I just laugh my ass off. I just can't believe that he does it. Mm-hmm. I really like Ibaka. Mm-hmm. I like all of them. Siakam, mm-hmm. I like all the Powell. I love them all. Mm-hmm. I really do. But um, You have to pick a favorite. You can't. This is a podcast. You have to have a, a hard opinion, Mom. Like, come on. Really? No, yeah, you have to pick one right now. This is how podcasts work. It's about having takes. <sighs> I don't know. I... <laughs> You didn't pose this question really. I should have thought about it all day. No, it's a, it's an. I want to say thing. that Lowry is my favorite right now. Oh, yeah. I want to say that five years ago, Lowry wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he got on my nerves. I'm like, what are you doing? But mm-hmm. now I just like love everything that he does because mm-hmm. I appreciate it more because I'm more into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what he does. You want to stand in front of somebody, he just he's so sneaky and and chargy and 
spunky and whatever. <laughs> I just I, I enjoy him for sure. That's awesome. My last one for you, I, I meant to do this while we were talking about the Celtics still. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking during the game about Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been sort of talking about what he looks like, the Celtics coach. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Uh, when you look at it, we have a picture of Brad Stevens <laughs> up here. Yes. When you see Brad Stevens, what do you think of? <laughs> we need to get some Celtics slander in here. It kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know. Like a nephew of Donald Trump or something. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean, that's a perfect answer. I, I can't, Is it? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, no other answer that I, I would even want. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of how he looks like to me. Like, mm-hmm. are you... Is Donald Trump your uncle? Yeah. Yeah. Look, <laughs> and that... I'm really sorry if he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I... Uh... That feels like a good enough place to leave it. You're awake well past your bedtime. You're so I'm going to let you go right to sleep. That. Yeah, I'm going to let you go to sleep. Okay. Uh, I have to be up pretty early as well for a very long drive. You so do. I'm going to go to sleep as well. Yes. Um, this was wonderful, Bob. Well, thanks. This was so fun. It was fun. <laughs> I hope you really mean that. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast. Usually this is the time where I would I say, I didn't come hey, to the podcast. The podcast came to me. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yes. Usually this is the time where I would ask you to, hey, pl- where can people find your work or something like like that but you're the least online person in the world so yes. you can't find her work anywhere but totally right here right yes <laughs> you will never find my work anywhere <laughs> no mom thank you so much for coming on the podcast you're this welcome. was lovely this was a dream come true Have i you. think that people are going to love you they're going to want you back right mostly just for your brad stevens take that's really? good stuff right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh that's gonna do it for today's right. episode well, thank you. Yeah, of course. All right. This is where I sign off. The Thanks, show, everybody. Mom. Thanks you, for putting up with it. You can't leave before I sign off. You get the, I'm not leaving. The sound, I'm just sliding the chair out a little okay, bit. Okay. Now we got to sign off. You'll okay. learn. You'll get. You'll get the pitter patter. Okay. Uh, that's gonna do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much to my mom for coming on the podcast again. You can't find her online anywhere, so don't even try. It's good, not gonna be worth it. Uh, you, for your best interest. Yeah. She <laughs> she hates online a whole lot. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it. Um, I'll be back again on Monday with a recap of the Memphis Grizzlies game against the Raptors on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and as I mentioned, I'm going on a bit of vacation, so I'll be still doing episodes, but not quite as frequently. And our pals Katie Heindel and Vivek Jacob are going to jump in and do a bunch of episodes on my behalf over the next little while. So you have that look to look forward to as well, because they are awesome. And uh, please subscribe to, rate, review, all that good stuff. It's much appreciated when you do that, of course. And we will talk to you again on Monday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.